This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 278 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to continue the conversation from last Friday, where in episode 276, I broke down what exactly a standard operating procedure or an SOP is. This week, we're going to actually give you standard operating procedure, an example for a blogger, how you can start looking at these SOPs and really starting to apply them to your business. Because I know we hear this term and we're like, well, what is she talking about? And I did tell you we're going to break it into three pieces with system, process, and tasks. I'm going to do just that. Before I do that, though, I want to make sure that if you haven't grabbed my scaling for growth guide, that you do so. It is going to help you walk through exactly what SOPs you should start with, and that should be based on your zones of genius. We're also in that guide going to help you figure out what the systems, processes, and tasks are within your business. So if you haven't already grabbed that, send me a DM at Jenny underscore Melrose on Instagram, and I will make sure to send that to you. Okay. So back in episode 276, we talked about standard operating procedures. I explained exactly what they were, how I had been implementing them using Google Drive. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back. It will make a lot more sense when you try to put this example into place based on that explanation of exactly what they are. Okay. So what we're going to do today is we're going to break down the standard operating procedure example. I'm going to break it into systems, processes, and tasks. Now, as a blogger, like I said in the last episode, you wear many hats within your business. Those hats that you wear, photographer, photo editing, I'm food stylist, email marketing, social media marketing, content creation, all those Hats are also known as your systems. So those are examples of systems. Now, what I want to do today is I want to take one of the systems and I am going to break it down into its processes and then tasks to show you how you're going to create an SOP for that particular system. Okay. So for today, we're going to break down the system of email marketing. Now, within the email marketing system are specific processes. You have growth, which would be your opt-in. You have the nurture, which is going to be the actual emails that you send. You also have sales, which are going to be that sales funnel that you set up. So those are three processes right there within it. And for some of those processes like growth, you may have multiple examples of how you can potentially grow your email list. We talked quite a bit. We're actually talking about that this month inside my membership site, Mastering Your Influence, where we're talking about different ways that you can grow your email list. We've been talking about ways to be able to do a bundle or a list swap or just making sure that you have an opt-in that is of value. So if you're not already part of that group, you probably going to want to get in. And I am doing a promo right now where you get 20 bucks off a month. So definitely click on that, find out more information. And you can always send me questions. You know that. 
So when we're looking at those processes, I want to take one of those processes and further break it down. So what I'm going to start with, my first process that I'm actually going to pick for this example within the system of email marketing, I'm going to use the process of nurturing my list. So for me, for many of you that are on my list, you know that I nurture you all by sending three emails a week. I send you to the most relevant information that I think that you need to have at that point in your in 2022 as of this episode. So the most recent content is what I'm trying to send you to. And if there is something that I have previously put out that is still of value, I'm also going to send that to you. So that's how I'm nurturing. So within that nurture process, there are specific tasks that my team and I do in order to make sure that you get nurtured. I don't just go in and randomly give you a bunch of episodes to send you to and I send you to that link and I write an email and I schedule it. That's not the way it works. We actually have specific tasks. So each week, I go in on Monday and I take a look at what podcast episodes are relevant to the month that is coming up or to the week that is coming up because we are normally writing our emails at least 10 days ahead of time. So when we are looking at it, I'm looking to see what's going to be relevant for you 10 days from now, and I'm choosing links that go to those episodes or content that goes to other people's information on their website or webinars that they might be doing, whatever is most relevant. And with that, I take those links and we have a spreadsheet. Yes, it is a Google sheet within my drive that is connected to my operations so that they know exactly what they're going to. It is called my master editorial email calendar. And in there, we have it dating all the way back to, I believe, 2019. I think it's about May of 2019. We do it each month. It has making sure that when we send our emails, that sheet has on there Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because that's when I normally will send my emails. So I put in the dates. We make sure that the spreadsheet is set up so it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday for each Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the month. And then we go through and add in the links that are going to go out in the next 10 days. From there, my virtual assistant is able to go in, click on the link, see what is relevant to her, create a subject line, and go into ConvertKit to be able to schedule those emails to come 10 days from now. Now, part of her tasks are also to send resends. So if you're unfamiliar, ConvertKit offers you the ability to be able to send a resend to anyone that has not opened an email already. It is a way that if they're busy on vacation when you originally sent it, or they looked at their emails when they were online at checkout at Target, now they're able to actually get it in their inbox again. It does not get sent to anyone that has already opened. It only gets sent to those that have not opened. Well, my virtual assistant, when she is scheduling, after she has scheduled those three emails to go out 10 days from now, she also goes in and sends, sets up the resends from the previous week so that they can go out Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. This way, there is continual nurturing happening. No one ever gets an email from me and says, never heard from this girl. I haven't heard from her in three months. Don't know who she is. Unsubscribe. Some may say, "Hmm, 
don't want three emails in a week. I'm going to unsubscribe. Here's the thing. I'm okay with that. If someone doesn't want to hear from me because I'm giving them valuable information and content, they should unsubscribe because I don't want to pay for people that are on my list just sitting there. And you need to have that same opinion about unsubscribes. It's okay to have people unsubscribe. We actually want that to happen. It's them self-cleaning your list for you. It's less work. You're going to have a better open rate because now they're just not sitting there not opening. We're clicking. You'll have a better open and click-through rate. So don't worry about unsubscribes. But when it comes to these actual emails getting sent out, those are the tasks just for nurturing. And we have video that walks her through exactly how I want her to write those emails. My emails are short and sweet. You all know that if you're on my list. I'm going to give you probably three sentences and we're going to have a button for you to be able to click. I trained her on exactly how to write that, looking for key points that she could give them in summary to give them an idea in the email what it's about, but then lead them to want to click through and read more and then be able to listen to it because we embed the actual audio within the blog post. This way, they're getting to the website. And we often, like you heard in this episode, me talking about last Friday, we did episode 276 that talked about standard operating procedures. Now, when I'm talking about it in this blog post, it is also going to get linked. So all of that content is connected and finding a way to keep them in the spider web of my website. That is ultimately what you want. You want to keep people on your website, gaining more information, getting more knowledge from you and seeing you as the expert. So I hope you'll be able to take this, break down your systems, then the processes for each of those systems, and then the tasks that go to each of those processes. This is something that you're not going to do all in one day. It is something that if you are just starting out, you should start. It's going to make it that much simpler for you if you get this implemented now, rather than waiting five years and going, holy crap, I need to shut down for two weeks to get these systems and processes and tasks all in place so that I can start to hire because I'm totally overwhelmed and I'm making more money now so I can hire out, but it's going to take me two weeks to actually get all these processes in place. So set them up now when you are actually implementing them so that you can hand it off, have that video, and be able to grow and have a system in place that is working. It's also a great way that if you're noticing you're doing something in particular, let's say, for example, just Pinterest, and you're spending hours on Pinterest and you're seeing no ROI, we should probably look at that system, the processes, and the tasks that you are doing for Pinterest. Because is it really valuable for what you are attempting to do in your business? And you have to be able to evaluate that. So having SOPs gives you the opportunity to do that. All right, you guys, as always, I appreciate you all so much for listening in. If you haven't already left a rating review and gotten your content marketing audit for free, you should definitely take advantage of that. Send me a screenshot at Jenny underscore Mellers of your review, and I will do a free content marketing audit of your business. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then.